I'm Ooh. recording. I'm here now as well. Okay. My eye bags you are guys. so scared. So, this week, I'm so tired. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, last week, I realized that we thought we did the intro right, or at least I thought we did the intro right, and I, it wasn't right. of luck podcast here meeting in different time zones just for you bringing you the buzz from tel aviv all the way to amsterdam i'm fawn and i'm itan and welcome back to being out of luck ding ding my throat is really hurting dude the bigger gossip is how much kim kardashian is (laughs) is simping over pete davidson (laughs) oh my god those two are just too much for me and what do you oh even think of okay, that? But that's like, not what, what this do you week think? Is about. Oh yeah, true. We can't get into that. <laughs> that would. But been I think we can do a little catch-up time. No, Nitsan, they get angry. They don't like our catch-up time. They do, but it's so random. Okay, we just gotta yeah, talk but about. That's what happens when we don't talk. Sports. Wait, health. can I just say? What? Before my favorite podcast was canceled. Why? canceled by tana oh, mojo i thought you meant it was like canceled it is she canceled the podcast she canceled canceled yeah <laughs> why i don't know it's so sad why because it's tana mojo and she's like that i don't know she didn't even announce it the girl who her co-host on the podcast brooke showfield said it on her live like oh yeah someone asked when is a new episode coming and she's like oh by the way we're not continuing with the podcast <gasps> Yeah, so I'm sad. That's it. Now we can start. That's pretty bad. (laughs) Okay, let's continue. So, sports, health, and wellness. I want to give a big shout-out to my dog. (laughs) (laughs) My dog. So, I've been away a couple of weekends. Like, I'm with him during the weekend, and on the weekend, he'll go to, like, this guy named Ruben, a really sweet guy um, who, like, takes care of my dog. And... Ruben got Rusty to swim. He swam very, very far. He's a very good swimmer. And now he can also run next to my bicycle. Wow. Like super duper well. Rusty's so fit. Yeah. My dog is the coolest dog ever. I think that's the exact kind of dog you needed for you. Yeah, but he's like also just so cool. Like yesterday when we got home from like, because I biked with him home, I was like, bro, you're so cool. I told him that. (laughs) You told him that? Did he say thank you? Yeah, he booped my hand. (laughs) Today, what I want to talk about is actually sportsmanship. Sportsmanship. Okay. Let's hear it. Yeah. Oh, wait. Before you say that, can I just say something pretty cool? Yeah. It has to do with sports. Um, I'll send you the picture, actually, right now. But... uh, Nadav's two best friends from Varsity Rugby, Thomas and Evan, 
Oh, they, they played together. I saw that. Yeah, on so they continued to play rugby in college, and they just had a game where their universities competed against each other, against and they each saw other, each other. Right? Yeah. So I think that's pretty cool. International I saw school that too. life. Oh my gosh! And also, I was like packing my bag to go to um, France this weekend, and then I found—you're never gonna believe mm. it. I found a note from somebody from high school. From who? What? Wait, can I just, why can I not see your face? Cause my phone's fucking charging, bro. Chill out. Oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I was like, where the fuck are you? So, uh, okay. like, Wait, we had so to a write a note um, to each other. Like, I don't remember how it was exactly, but like you were meant to write a note to somebody and then give it to them before we went on IASIS or like to go compete and stuff. And then it was so weird because on the note, like not weird, it was a really nice note, but it made me laugh because she was just like, your passion and stuff for touch really makes me like so, um, like makes me want to play as well. And I can't imagine or I can't like, or like probably one day I'll see mm-hmm. your name um, saying that you're playing for the national team. That's cute. Yeah, I know. But it's so weird. Why is like she's so coming up often in my life nowadays? Anyways. Yeah, strange. Watch. Yeah. <laughs> what the heck's going Back to today's episode. Today's episode is going to be on sportsmanship. And I think sportsmanship is something that is really crucial and important throughout even your everyday life. You know, like your interactions with people and working together with people like I feel as though when you play sports it gives you like more composure in life you know what I I mean by that no like for example right like if there's a situation where on a sports field you'll get into a fight with somebody let's say right there are like some ways that you can either like deal with the situation you can either like fight back or you can just be like okay like you know separate yourself from the situation calm down and then move on right like some people take things really to heart some people like me I used to get super duper angry and whatever right and I think like learning how to deal with that really helps you in your everyday life because if you think about it when you're on a sports field like those are really high moments of intensity and it's like the frustration builds up you know if something's not going well if your team's not scoring you get frustrated you get more angry and more angry and more angry and then you just explode right honestly that's not something i can really relate to anymore well yeah but like in the past and you can see it from me because you would always be like fun calm down because the things that frustrate me might not frustrate you you know but I feel as though, like, being able to to disassociate yourself from situations can really help you in your everyday life as well. And I think, like, people who don't play sports yeah. don't have to really deal with that. And yeah. I disagree with that, though. Okay, why? Okay, wait, go ahead. Finish your thought, and then I'll say, I'll say why I disagree with that. No, I was sort of done. <laughs> okay. I disagree with that because I don't play sports and I have to deal with that on a daily basis. Yeah, but you have like 
Six years ago, but I deal with it on a daily yeah, basis six with years life, ago. not with, with okay. sports. And, and like when I get in those situations, I don't think about like, what would I do if I was on a sports field? No, no, no. But I'm saying like, but I, I agree because it's not so what? much that like, oh, you have to play sports so that you have to be a good sportsman and you have to blah, 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 blah. You know, yeah, so so like just like that, right? Feel then remember like the situation I had with the dance teacher. Yeah. Then like it's a similar situation. Exactly. So, like, but like we don't play sports. Wait, but, but you like, gotta explain to them what happened with the dance teacher. Okay, so pretty much I was working at my studio that I work at, and there's a dance school that rents the studio from us uh, to teach kids. And this teacher, she constantly comes to class late because she's too busy smoking cigarettes and then she releases her class like always 10 minutes late and then that pushes back our schedule for people who have an actual membership in our studio um which we care obviously more about because they pay monthly fees and she pays per hour anyways um the first time she was late so i knocked on her door and i told her like hey you have to leave and she ignored me the second time on the same day she ignored me again, pushed me, shoved me out of her way, slammed the door in my face. And then the next week, the same thing happened. And the second time that I warned her that day, she just completely freaked out and started screaming at me in front of her students, completely tore the wires from the speaker, broke the speaker in the studio, screamed at me in front of everyone, pushed me, made a huge scene, threw papers, and left. Um, and I just kept telling her, you can't talk to me like that. Stop talking to me like that. I'm not going to listen to you if you're going to disrespect me like that. And she just went apeshit and then she left. And I felt okay with the situation because I knew I mm. was not in the wrong. I did everything right. I was doing my job. Uh, she clearly felt like shit afterwards because she clearly was in the wrong. That's like a very similar situation mm. to when a person goes out of proportions and freaks out for absolutely no reason. Yeah. And that's like, in my opinion, also like a sorts of sportsmanship. But it, of course, yeah, definitely, because you're in like you're in an environment where you're teaching something, you know, it's an art, it's a type of like exercise, form of exercise. And even in those situations, you know, like you're a yoga instructor, you're a dance teacher, you're working at that type of environment. You're meant to be calm, you know, like especially if you're in a position of like leadership. Yeah. Yeah. You really have to contain yourself because it it doesn't only like represent you, it represents your team as well. It represents the people that you're dealing with. You know, you're working with this teacher. Yeah. And imagine if the the people at the studio see how you guys communicate towards each other. Yeah. You know? That's, that's what happened. Everyone saw it was very uh embarrassing, but it was more embarrassing for her than it was for me, yeah. you know. But like just like and like of course you can get angry but do it with style on a different time with style yeah like yeah. honestly working in customer service like relates to sportsmanship on a field a lot because a lot of times people will yeah. just freak out and it's just how you contain yourself and how you carry yourself in my opinion yeah and i also think like okay sportsmanship is just such a like targeted term just because it's like sportsmen you know it's just like but any situation where you have to work as a part of a team or as a part of like you know at your work at your whatever you know anything that you work with other people 
you're working alongside them you know you're working together as a unit and you can't only think about yourself at the end of the day you know what i mean yeah i also think like like if we're gonna talk sports teams wise like thinking back to the days yeah i remember like how important it was for our coaches to tell us to like carry ourselves properly because we're representing the school yeah and not just like ourselves or the team but our full school and the coaches and the people on our team and like exactly i always just think about that and like for me as well like yesterday i was getting really really upset with my team just because i like think that we could have performed a lot better and i was absolutely like at the end of our last game i was so angry and i remember that i heard this one guy say you know it's okay to be angry but set a timer for five minutes and then after that get over it and I was like, okay, I'll do that. Like, I'll try to do that. So I literally set a timer for five minutes. After five minutes, I was like, okay, nothing I can do about it now, right? It's already passed. So just have to move on. Yeah. Yeah. That reminds me of a of a quote or sentence. I don't know where I read this or heard this, but the five rule. If, if it's not going to matter in five months from now, don't mm-hmm. give it more than five minutes. Don't give it more than five minutes of thought. Mm. Like, it's not going to matter. If in five months from now it's not going to be relevant, Mm. don't bother giving it more than five minutes of your time. Yeah. And that goes for a lot of things, actually. Like, you know, if you're fighting with, like, a friend or a partner or something, like, you know, actually take a step back before you respond or something and say to yourself, like, you know, if I wasn't with this person anymore and this was the reason why, would I be, like, satisfied with that? Like, is that a big enough reason for me to be this angry about things? Yeah. You know? Yeah, take everything in proportion. Yeah, exactly. Also, I saw something really nice. So, so there, you know the guys that make the videos where they just go up to people and, like, ask them questions and stuff? Mm-hmm. So he, like, went up, this one guy went up to this couple and was like, can you give any relationship advice? And then this lady said, you know, you hear a lot of talk about, like, 50-50, everything has to be equal. You always have to give in 50%. They give in 50%. But she said that she didn't believe that. She said that when you're in a relationship, you should be giving in 100%. And the other person should also be giving in 100%, which is the same situation going back to sports. It's like, you know... If if you go if out gave to, their, yeah, yeah, if everybody gave their all, if everybody ran as hard as each other, tried as, like, don't stop, you know, like, that's one thing that, like, with touch, it's really, really important. Never stop chasing, you know, because the yeah. pressure that you put on the other team can cause them to make mistakes. Never stop chasing somebody just because you think that you, you won't be able to get it, you know? Use yeah. all your, like... And I was saying to them yesterday, we were playing like 20 game, um, not 20 games, 20 minute games. I was like, it's just one set of 20, you know, like just run as hard as you can and you'll be tired, but you'll get a rest and it'll be worth it. You know, like, why are you going somewhere to not give it your 100%? Why are you doing things to not give it your 100%? Because those it's important, you know, like, why are you doing like, why are you half-assing a situation essentially? Yeah. Like, why are you putting so much time and effort into something if you're not going to do it to, like, the fullest? Because it's just, it's all in the, 
more a waste of your time than anybody else's. True. And yeah. it's wasting other people's time too. Yeah, it's at the end of the day, it's wasting everybody's people. time. Yeah. And also, like, you know, no, like, whenever I play sports, I always like to say to myself, like, I want to come off the field knowing that there's nothing that I would have changed about what I've done. And I know that that's mm-hmm. not the most, like, positive or something like that because it it gives you room to criticize yourself more and be harsh on yourself and it should just be like you know do the best that you can but if I run and I jump and I do everything and the guy still scores on me at least I know that I tried you know at least I know that I have to pick myself off the ground because I tried so hard and I didn't succeed but at least Mm -hmm. I fucking gave it a shot you know at least I tried and that gives yeah. me a lot of satisfaction, even though, yeah, I might have been scored on or I'm, something might have gone wrong. But then at the same end of the spectrum, it's like when you give it your all and then you do succeed, you come off and you're like, yeah, that wasn't my fault. I did the best that I can. Yeah. And if yeah, and I think, you know, I yeah. think relating it to what you said earlier, too, like if if everyone gives their hundred percent, then okay, there's nothing that could have like been done differently. And like, you don't yeah. know what everyone gives, right? You only know what you give. Exactly. So if you gave your hundred percent and you were still scored on, at least you did what you had to yeah. do. Exactly. If maybe you, you were scored on because somebody else didn't do what they had to do, or maybe you were scored on because the other person was just a little bit better. But yeah. at least you know that you did what, everything that you could do. Yeah. in that situation and like especially like also in in sports you know you can't really decide what other people are gonna do especially your own teammates you know like you might yeah. have an idea of like oh i would have done this different but they did that you know it's not your decision it's your teammates decision and even if yeah. they might have picked the wrong decision it's not your say to be like bro you fucked up you have to go up to them and be like it's okay we'll get it back you know because yeah. that's part of being a team. People make mistakes. People, sometimes it's not even a mistake. Sometimes you just slip. Sometimes you just fall. Sometimes you just make a small error that is completely unplanable uh, or unforeseeable. And that's not anybody's fault at the end of the day, you know? It's about motivating people, motivating, <laughs> motivating people and picking each other up and like pushing each other to be the best that you can be as a team you know you can and be. on that on that note as well like this weekend really put into perspective that like when and i already spoke to Nitan about this like when you're a part of your own club you know there are different levels of people there are different people that are better and people that are not so good but you have like a a sort of illusion of like how good your club actually is until you go out and you see that there are other clubs that are much better you know like i'm sure when you're running in high school and you're the fastest track runner ever, you're like, oh, my God, I'm so cool. But your time compared to, let's say, Usain Bolt is nothing. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what compared I mean? to the wrong person. Yeah. Like, I'm not yeah. saying that everything it's not relative. achievable. Every Everything is relative, but I'm not saying that it's not achievable. It's just that if you're faced with the task of, like, having a team that's insanely much better than you... What do you have to do in that instance? Work harder, you know? Be realistic about the situation and try harder. Don't try to make jokes. Don't try to be like, oh, we're the cool team, we're the nice team. No, try the best that you can because you went there to compete. Even if it's difficult, give it your all, 
then you won't be sad about the outcome. But if you're going to go there and half-ass a situation and, like, have a slow start, that's your own fault. And you have to change that. It's so funny because you keep talking and, like, I keep being, like, smiling and being, like, oh, my God, like, and, like, in my head comparing situations from touch to yoga, which is something I never thought I would do. (laughs) Or that I thought is even possible. (laughs) Yeah, I never thought, like, you could compare the two, you know what I mean? But, like, you're saying, like, you have to push yourself and, like, if you push yourself to your 100%, then, like, you know that you got to your best and whatever and, like, yeah and like it just reminds me of like where i am with yoga yeah but even with you saying that i was watching your video the other day of you doing like that like shoulder side split stand whatever it's called yeah and (laughs) i could see it in your face you know i was like she's really like focusing hard yeah like so that's what i'm saying like you're saying that and like i can relate that to yoga because it's like only you can determine how good you are going to be, you know? Yeah. Like, after I broke my elbows, I could have sat on my ass and been like, I broke my elbows. I can't do anything cool in yoga. So I'm just going to do the basic yeah. of the basic. And I'm not going to try any cool stands. And I'm not going to. Tr- and like when I went up into my first headstand, I was like, holy shit. I never thought I would do a headstand again. And yeah. now I'm doing things that I never was able to do before I broke my elbows that I never dreamed of doing ever. And like I'm able to do them. And the only reason I'm able to do them is because I push myself. I train yeah. myself every single day for hours and I just sit at home and do stretches by myself until I can achieve and accomplish yeah. things that I want to. And like and like I can be happy with that, like even if I can't do like a basic pose now that I used to be able to do, I'm okay because I know I'm doing everything I can to get Mm -hmm. to where I want to be. And like, I can do things that I never thought I could possibly do Mm -hmm. despite the fact that I still can't do other basic things that I used to be able to. And like, that's because I'm putting my 100% and like, I can feel good with that and I can feel happy with that. And like, seeing other people in my classes like being so frustrated with themselves that they can't go up into a position instead of just accepting like hey like and this is another thing that you were talking about that really I could relate back to yoga that's like if someone else like fucks up it's okay your your job is to motivate them to keep pushing forward right and like in yoga it's like the constant reminder that like what, what you said was like if someone makes a mistake and you could either shit on them or like be like it's okay next time it won't be like that and and like oh yeah it's just accepting the moment right like there's no point in like being like oh my god that fucking sucks you didn't get the ball it's like okay you didn't get the ball it happened let's move on and like it's just accepting like where you are and saying okay from here we're gonna move on and make it better uh, instead of sitting in sorrow and being like oh i didn't go da, da, da. and like that's what i mean like in yeah. yoga like when i see people being like oh i can't go up into a headstand when they've never even pushed themselves to you know people are like i have to yeah. do it against the wall and then they try against the wall and they're not even touching the wall so clearly you don't have to do it against the wall yeah so push yourself yeah. to be better <laughs> and like a large part of that in my opinion is just like mental mm-hmm. you know what i mean like it's just it's all mentally pushing yourself because physically pushing yourself you can't really do that until you mentally do it like because one thing that like the only way that i can really explain that is like in touch you can do like a jumping touch you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like i do that 
on a basis that I'm just too lazy to run after people. And sometimes I'm too slow to run after people because they're super quick. So if I jump and then touch them, then it's more effective for me, Mm -hmm. right? But the amount of sheer brain power that it takes for me to force myself to do that, because it fucking hurts. Like, hitting the ground after you jump to touch someone, it hurts. Like, my hips, they're bruised. Yeah. And, like, the amount of sheer willpower and mental energy that it takes to force myself to do that is quite crazy. Like, I can feel my brain, like, thumping. <laughs> yeah, think that. about that. And I also, there was a, yeah, but there was a moment yesterday as well where, like, I did it already six, seven times. And then all of a sudden, my body was sort of like, fuck, bro, like, it's going to hurt. Mm-hmm. And I didn't do it as well because I had that moment of hesitation. Yeah, it is. It's all mental. I agree. And and yeah, and that relates mental. back to yoga, too, because it's all mental. Like, people who are scared to turn into upside-down poses and flip and, like, yeah and strength positions it's all mental like bro i never thought yeah, I and when you get like over that like m- when you get over that mental barrier it's like you know you can do it yeah yeah so it becomes it becomes easier even though it doesn't become like natural or fluid like i mean i don't think it's normal to be chucking at yourself at the ground <laughs> or like trying to flip yourself over like it's not normal anatomy but i mean it but once you, know, you your get brain over the is fear like, then it becomes easy your body knows that you can do it like for me my in my head it was like i would never be able to do cool strength positions again because i hurt my elbows and they're all elbow weight based especially the one that i recently did is like literally elbow strengthening that's what the pose is for elbow strengthening and like people who never broke their arms have been able to like haven't been able to do it in my class and like Mm for me it was just to remove the the little slip of paper in my brain that said you can't do elbow strengthening and it was just to like slip it out of the little gap that it was in mm. to let the two mm. bricks the two lego blocks just click and i slipped it out and mm. like bro i can't even explain to you like i don't know if you saw the smile on my face on that video that i uploaded at the end but like yeah that smile was me thinking to myself for like 30 seconds like holy shit i broke my elbows this year and look what i'm doing yeah like that was what that smile was like someone messaged me like look at that smile of pride and i was like because i i practiced that pose earlier that week for the first time and i wasn't able to lift Mm. myself off easily i was able to go into it but it was so hard for me and like in that video i don't know if you saw like my body just like went from being in a pretzel and it just went up in the air and i was like holy shit i just did that easily yeah it's so cool <laughs> i saw it, it was so it freaking was so cool. cool man so it's all mental in my yeah, opinion it's I really agree. all mental yeah I had something else I wanted to bring up that's not related to sports, but it is related to health and wellness, and that's gut health. And I think I talked about it in the past. We will continue gut health after the Audible sponsorship. (laughs) Hey, Nitsan, guess what? What? You know how you love reading books, but it takes you forever to finish them because it's hard for you to focus and you go back to rereading and then get super frustrated? Yeah. Well, fear no more. I found this incredible app that you can download onto your devices for free and listen to your books. No way. That's awesome. What's it called? Audible. And there's a lot more cool things that you can find on Audible as well. 
Oh, now that you mentioned it, I've heard Audible has not only audiobooks, but exclusive podcasts, guided wellness programs, theatrical performances, A-list comedy, and exclusive Audible originals you won't be able to find anywhere else. Want to know another cool thing about Audible? Yeah. You can listen to it whenever and wherever because you can download titles and listen to them offline. No way. I just Googled Audible, actually, and I found that it's the leading provider of the spoken word entertainment and audiobooks, ranging from bestsellers to celebrity memoirs, news, business, and self-development. But I still don't get exactly how it works. Okay, well, every month, members get one credit to pick any title, plus two Audible originals from a monthly selection, and access to Daily News Digest from the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, and the Washington Post, and, as well, guided meditation programs. But what if I forget to or don't have time to or just simply can't decide what to listen to that month? Do my credits go to waste? No, no, no. That might be the best part. You can save your monthly credits for up to a year even and then use them to binge a whole series later if you want. Oh, I can't wait to download Audible. This is going to be awesome. Instead of listening to E! News when washing the dishes and cleaning my house, I'm literally going to be able to listen to an audiobook. Yeah, and thank you, Audible, for sponsoring this episode. Check out Audible at audibletrial.com slash outofluck for a 30-day free trial period as an Audible Premium member. You can get your first credit for their premium selection as well as unlimited access to Audible podcasts, audiobooks, guided wellness, and Audible originals. And we'll receive a friendly email reminder before your trial ends. So don't forget to check out audibletrial.com slash outofluck. Link down below in the description box audibletrial.com slash out of luck that's a-u-d-i-b-l-e-t-r-i-a-l dot com slash out of luck back to the episode okay guys welcome back now we're going to be going into the health and wellness aspect because sports health and wellness we've only really been talking about sports so nitan said she is going to talk about gut health Yeah, well, I don't really know too much. I have to do research. I think I brought it up in the past, but... What even is gut health? I don't know anything about it. Okay, yeah, exactly. So I realize I have horrible gut health, and I never even thought about what gut health is, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I heard that term, like, thrown around in the past, like, especially by my friend Carly, but, like, I never understood what the heck gut health was. And then I started, like, after eating certain things, like, my stomach gets really bloated a lot. People don't see it, but I feel it. And, like, recently I've had a lot of acne come out. And, like, I, I like, remembered when I went to my Chinese doctor that I was obsessing over. She was telling me, like, that my gut health wasn't good. And that's why I have, like, acne coming out and bloating. That's why I have, like, mood swings sometimes. Like, I get a little bit more emotional. And, like, she gave me, like, these nutrients things that I started taking. And it really, really, really helped. And Mm -hmm. I stopped. And ever since I stopped, it's gotten, like, even worse than it was before. And then I started... I didn't even start complaining about it. I don't even know what the fuck... TikTok reads my mind. (laughs) And all these videos about gut health started popping up on TikTok. And pretty much, gut health is what it sounds like. What you bring into your body, how it affects your gut. And your gut is everything inside your body. So it's how you go to the toilet. Literally, it's how you go to the toilet. It has to do with your emotions it has to do with mood swings it has to do with acne it has to do with sleep it has to do with communication it has to do with literally everything in life and it comes from food 
from what you put in your body, how you f- how you fuel yourself. So I really want to go to a nutritionist. I've been saying this for so long, but specifically to fix my gut health. But I'm not going to do that because it's too expensive. So I'm just going to start. Uh, I want to start it and I'm going to update on these p- episodes about how my gut health is doing and how I'm feeling. I don't know how my gut health will be doing, right? But I know it. it I will feel it in how I feel, <laughs> like on a daily basis and like how I feel after I eat and everything. But I'm going to start eating like a lot cleaner. Uh, I already started doing that this month, but I'm going to start eating a lot cleaner and... Obviously, alcohol is not good for your gut health. I'm not going to stop with that because I don't drink that often. But I want to like, I want to like read like a sentence that's going to make people want to like improve their gut health. But it just fixes everything in your life. So I'm going to update you guys. (laughs) Anyways, so yeah. So I know that like last week I had a, a gut, literally a juice called the gut juice. And it was, it consisted of like celery and ginger and spinach and whatever. I'm sure not all uh, things that are healthy for your gut are like gross like that. But I kind of like gross things like that, like healthy, healthy stuff. It makes me feel good. But um, yeah, gut health is a, is a very important uh, thing that I, I really want to do more research about. Hang on. I'm going to find a sentence right now online about gut health. I'm going to search the importance importance of gut health. I hate when people do this on podcasts and I do this all the time. A healthy gut contains healthy bacteria and immune cells that ward off infections, infectious agents like bacteria, viruses, and fungi. A healthy gut also communicates with the brain through nerves and hormones, which helps maintain general health and well-being and improves mental health. You see, it's so important. How can I improve my gut health? Eat fiber-rich and probiotic-packed foods. Consider supplements. Exercise often. Limit your alcohol intake. Reduce stress levels. Oh, well, I literally do all of that except for limiting my alcohol intake, but I have to eat fiber rich and probiotic packed foods that's what i'm gonna start doing i'm gonna find a diet plan and i'm gonna update you guys next week about the diet plan that i'm gonna do to improve my gut health this is this is good that i'm doing this on the podcast because it's gonna motivate me to actually do this in real life yeah and i'll let you guys know also i was thinking literally yesterday it's gonna sound really weird so yesterday i was at the train station waiting for my train that was again delayed and my teammate Amalia she was just like well teammate she's a really good friend of mine too and she was like fun like you literally never drink water (laughs) and I was like true like I never drink water like you never see me drink water you never used to though I never drink water yeah exactly I never used to drink water and then she goes like Chris did you see fun drink water today at all and then he was like, actually, no. And I was like, shut up. Like, they had some guy gave me a bottle of water and I had like it was half empty. So clearly I was drinking from it. And then she's like, you got to drink more water. But I honestly believe like your body is not stupid. Right. Like thirst is a sign that your body is dehydrated. 
therefore if i'm not thirsty what's the problem no but i disagree <laughs> because for example in the winter people get dehydrated well, so easily because they forget to drink because it's not hot so they don't get thirsty like you usually get thirsty when it's hot well yeah but like it's not that i'm never drinking water like maybe i am drinking people just aren't seeing so you have to drink three liters of water a day three liters yeah i don't even think i drink three liters of water in a week fawn that's horrible i drink three liters a day so (laughs) coming back to my point of why i brought this up i really want to do like a new segment like maybe we cut out one of our segments right and then do food with fawn and nitsan and then that would be so hilarious Mm. because we could just bring like guys what do you think about this food because okay i love meat and the only person that ever came close to putting me off meat, can you believe I just said that, is one of my teammates, Lindsay. Fun. So Lindsay used Don't to be... Don't you dare go off meat. You're not going to be my friend anymore. <laughs> I know, Nitsan. Of course not. Of course not. I told Mr. Mans, babe, let's start doing Meatless Mondays. Oh, my God. And Monday came, and the first thing that I had was a piece of meat, like... It didn't work. I'm trying my best. Like, I w- do want to cut down. Like, not a lot, but I do want to, like, make an effort to, like, try. Okay? Let's just say that. But the only person that came close to almost putting me off meat is my teammate, Lindsay. Because he used to, like, his family, I think, lives on a farm. Or he used to work on a farm. Something with a farm. And he asked me the question, like, would you be able to cut your own meat? Like, if you wanted a piece of steak, you had to go cut it off the animal yourself. Okay. Would you be able to do that? So I said, yeah, probably. Uh, shouldn't be a problem, blah, 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 blah. But then I, like, got really into thinking about it, right? Like, butchers, when they go cut meat, they're wearing that, like, heavy, weird robe, apron type of thing uh, with, like, the hand gloves and the knives and the glass. And I was just like, no, I couldn't do it, like, Genuinely speaking, I wouldn't be able to cut my own meat. Yeah, so? With all the blood dripping. And, obviously not. That's so why that, people do that. For them, for other people Well, to. yeah, obviously. People do it for other people. But that came close to putting me off meat. Ugh. I know it's such a weird thing. But then I was thinking for our food segment, right? We could be like, oh, what pasta is the best pasta? Because yesterday I was talking with Amalia. Like, I would rather eat tomato sauce pasta than a creamy pasta me too or with uh, olive oil yeah. i hate creamy or like, pastas or like we could go i literally could go into like probably a six hour discussion of which condiment is the best condiment because oh sorry i just hit my microphone oh, so hard. well your but favorite food is condiments yeah, yeah yeah exactly i'm such a saucy bitch so like i just love ketchup i just love sauce and i yeah. can like I can give good sauce recommendations. I can do all these sauces. So I thought, yeah. We should do like a... Food with fun and it's We should do just like separate from the podcast, like a YouTube video where we just eat food. We order the same oh food God. and we eat it and we review it and we talk about food. I would love that. We should do like a Zoom call so that it's even screens between the two of us and then we can just do that yeah i think we should do that i think that would be really fun we could do it like once every two weeks or something and then do like food with fawn anytime so good i think that's a good idea 
and like beverages yeah and like but, check like, recipes so too. nice check recipes beverages if you're a soda person if you're not a soda anyways let us know let us I know if you that would interest it. you guys i think that would be really fun actually my dad would love that for sure yeah like ramen i could go okay so quickly i really like this was actually so freaking hilarious so they yesterday at the train station we just had so much time so we went into like these weird discussions somebody said what is a food that you could eat for the rest of your life right Mm -hmm. like for the rest of your life that's the only thing you eat every day day in day out right Mm -hmm. and i said ramen like ramen is all-encompassing it's broth nutrient rich it has pork or whatever meat whatever it has egg protein noodles carbs vegetables everything it has everything it's the perfect dish like how can you not love ramen and it's so easy and then yeah and then amalia goes she goes did you know that there was a study that said basically if you eat the same food repetitively like over and over and over you have like more like a longer life that's what they basically said i heard that before that i feel like that's why people go on like the not keto what's the other one where they eat like raw meat paleo Oh, yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. people go yeah, on like paleo so. diets and stuff because there's but you know why it makes sense why you know why because of the fact that like if you think about it right if you eat the same foods consecutively over and over and over again it limits the possibilities of your body like your digestive system and Reacting. anything happening to your body yeah yeah okay, because it's so reaction. it's so ingrained and it's so like used to the same cycle same system over that's why for example like i don't eat a lot of vegetables but whenever i eat vegetables i completely shit myself because if you think about it like your body's not used to that so it digests and regulates itself differently right it's also why when you that's why you bloat and that's why yeah. everything happens. it's also why when you fly abroad and you drink even water in other countries your body reacts to it yeah isn't that crazy like i thought that was so cool yeah that is kind of that a was cool a great fact. conversation yeah and it totally makes sense. Yeah. I, totally I think I would sense. pick ramen too, by the way, if I could eat anything for that. Yeah. I think that's it's mine and yours favorite dish. food. Yeah. Also, like the good thing about ramen is there's so many different types of ramen. Yeah. Honestly, it's great. I love ramen. Because like, if you think about it, right, you have steak and fries. That's two things. Steak, fries, and veggies. <laughs> that's that's like nothing. That's, that's so That's what boring. Fawn would eat for the rest of her life if she could. Yeah. And like imagine right if i had steak fries and veggies and then there was no ketchup why was what's the point of eating that and then but if i have ramen i don't need ketchup can i just share something as a kid i would love going to fawn's house after school because her mom would just casually make steak and fries yeah just as an apple like, after so, school and like meal. imagine right steak and fries so my mom obviously is like asian duh so what in like in what world growing up would she make like a meatloaf right (laughs) and at the time what's it called buzzfeed the tasty buzz Mm -hmm. buzzfeed where they would make food so they would every day they would make like random shit on facebook and during school we would like scroll through facebook so we would see like all these different recipes and i just had such an intense craving for meatloaf like why the fuck is that the thing that i had a craving for i don't even know what like (laughs) I just saw meatloaf, meatloaf and I just thought to myself, like, I know exactly 
how that would taste and i can't wait for it so i was like mommy <laughs> mommy you've got to make this for me and she made it and when she gave it to me she was like honestly what the fuck is this it's so nasty <laughs> How did we just go from talking about sportsmanship to talking about meatloaf and tasty recipes? I don't know. My dad's biggest complaint about our podcast is that we go on tangents and we completely lose track of the topic that we were supposed to be on. But whatever. I don't really care. I think this had to do with like, I mean, this episode doesn't always have to be about sports. I think it's good that we're talking about other things other than sports. Like what if people listen and they don't play sports? Yeah. But everybody eats food, so look at that. Everyone eats food. Everyone has to be healthy somehow. You don't have to be an athlete to be healthy necessarily. Crazy. Um, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So it's already 45 minutes in, but I'm going to tell you what happened to me yesterday. And I've come... Okay, what happened? Like, it was a really unfortunate situation, and I don't like the man that did it to me, but I will... I will continue to use his insult. (laughs) Okay. So I was in the line to go get a burger, right? We were at Five Guys at the train station. And he walked past me. And instead of asking me to move, he just rammed his bag into me and pushed me out of the way. So my reaction was, uh, excuse me. Like, that's literally all I said hand to god all i said was uh excuse me right this guy proceeds Mm -hmm. to turn around and then he goes oh i'm so sorry i'm so sorry did i hit you in the back was it inconvenience i'm so sorry did i bother you and i was like yeah i think it was a little fucking rude because you just shoved me out of the way when you could have literally asked me to like move forward and then he turns around and he goes you're done you're done you're done i already apologize you're done And I was like, yeah, I know that you apologize. And he's like, okay, and if you said that you're okay with my apology and now you're talking back, that means that you're not okay with my apology. And I was like, and the fact that you're talking to me like this now means that your apology was actually really fake. And all he said, you're done, you're done, you're done. And I was like, bro, what the fuck? Anyways, that's my new favorite, favorite. That's, I think this guy has been watching too much TikTok. That's like the TikTok, you're done, you're done. Yeah, but not, no, no, but how he said it, I know, because that's where I'm like, that's where I remember that from, like, what the fuck are you doing? But then how he said it, it was just so effing hilarious, but that's what I'm going to start saying to people, you're done. That's <laughs> what I said to my neighbor when he was yelling you're at done. me about, oh, about yeah, watering yeah, my yeah. plants. He was going on a tangent, and I was like, are we done here? You're done. And he looked at me, and I was like, I'm done here. Are you done here? And he kept going, and I was like, okay, that's it. Conversation's over. We're done. Man. You're done. (laughs) That's what I did. Like, the English language is so ridiculous. You're done. You're done. Fun, you're You're done. done. (laughs) You're done. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's so funny. I can't believe you had that interaction. That's really funny. You're done. You're done. I'm like, I'm just trying to get a burger, bro. Anyways, my brother's coming on Thursday. Which one? to see him. Steve? Steven. Woo! Woo! Okay, well, when he gets there, give him a hug for me and tell him I say hi. I will do. When does he come? Thursday. Wow. My dad just left. He was here for a week. I only saw him twice, though. Yeah, that's so weird. I was like, he just comes and goes so quickly, your dad. 
Yeah, now it's become like more often that he comes here for work because his new job. So, I mean, his new position in the yeah. company. So he he's he has to fly here a lot now, especially like COVID is over. But isn't isn't it weird like how how English people talk? Because you're just like my dad, and I'm like yeah, your dad. What do you mean? Why is that weird? <laughs> like the term in front, like my dad, your dad, their dad. But then it's like everybody's dad. Anyways, I'm just, I'm just weird. That's true. Now that you say that in Hebrew, you'd say, dad, mine. No, but not even, like, the structural, like, placement of the words. It's just, like, the term, like, your, mine. Because, like, we're both talking about Lauren. Oh. <laughs> and, like, Lauren is, like, his own person. But then you're, like, my dad. And I'm, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's your dad. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's, like, you know, in Hebrew, the word husband, <gasps> it literally, yeah. it translates to owner. Oh, my God. Yeah. And wife is the lady. So it's like the lady and the owner, husband and wife. What the heck? That's what it translates to. How fucked is that? That's pretty messed up, bro. <laughs> There's like a petition to change the Hebrew language. I'm like, bro, no one's going to change the language. Get over yourselves. I know. That's so funny to me. Oh, on that note, I mean, I think we're getting towards the end, and this has nothing to do with the episode, but I want to say happy Pride Month to all our uh, proud friends out yeah. there. Yeah! Happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Have Month. A beautiful, blessed time. Celebrate yourselves and your loved ones yeah, on this very be special proud month. proud of yourself. Yeah. Ain't nothing but a thing. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> Don't even worry about it. To all Just our do girls, what you gotta guys, do. and gays. Girls, guys, and gays, we love y'all. We love y'all. Oh my god, speaking of Pride Month, a gay guy asked me to be his cover-up girlfriend at a club this week. <laughs> really? I love that. <laughs> yeah, I like sat, my friend like knew this guy, so I went to sit with her and these two guys, and they were so gay, and they were so cute and so fun. And then I walked away, and then one of them came up to me and like tapped me on my shoulder, and he's like, do you want to be my pretend girlfriend, my cover-up girlfriend? And I was like, oh, my God, you're so cute. And I looked at him. I was like, I would, but I want a real boyfriend. I'm sorry. <laughs> I would, but it would just make me feel worse about myself. <laughs> it was so funny. Anyways, that was that. Mitsan, aren't you supposed to give a riddle what? today? Oh, my God, I have one. <gasps> Don't worry. I got you, girl. Oh, bro, AirPods is today Riddle Day? Is that? Ear. Yeah, because spirituality is next episode. That's mine. <clears throat> true, true. True. My true, parents liked true. the last riddle I did. My dad liked yeah, all the riddles. That was so funny. And like, 10 out of 10, Lauren, you definitely listened to the podcast before you answered. <laughs> <laughs> you totally did. Oh, I, I kind of like this one. Okay. Okay, I have, like, short ones, though. Should I do two short ones? Yeah. Okay. So, which one should I do? I'll do this one because I think you'll laugh at the answer. Okay. Um, okay, so a man was walking in the rain. He was in the middle of nowhere. He had nothing and nowhere to hide. He came home all wet, but not a single hair on his head was wet. Why? Can you say it again slowly? <laughs> yes. A man was walking in the rain. Mm -hmm. He was in the middle of nowhere. 
He had nothing and nowhere to hide. He came home all wet, but not a single hair on his head was wet. Why? He had nothing and nowhere to hide. Was he bald? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, the man was bald. He had no hair to get wet on his Stop. head. Stop. <laughs> I got it right? Yeah, that's why I said I think you would like that. I even did it with of... my eyes closed. I was trying to envision it so hard. Oh my god, I can't yeah. believe I got it right. Oh, that's Good so job! Cool. I'm so proud of you. Because I was thinking like he had nothing, nowhere. There was such an emphasis on the no, and I was like, he has no hair. <laughs> yeah, that was that's such a right good answer. one. I love it. I know. I know. Okay. Well, next people one. listening You're gonna to this probably this think one. that we're like such idiots because we're just so easy to entertain. This <laughs> uh. it's the little things in life that matter, yeah. fun. Yeah. Okay, I have another one okay. that might annoy you. Oh snaps. Do you want an annoying one or do you want like another one? No, give me an annoying <laughs> one. Now I'm like now I'm feeling okay. cocky. I'm gonna be able to do it too. <laughs> okay, let me figure out how to say this number. Eight billion five hundred forty nine million one hundred seventy six thousand three hundred and twenty. Mm-hmm. What makes this number unique? If you want, you can write down the number. Bro, I don't even know how many zeros is in that. Do you want me to say it to you? The number is in order, so you can write it down and figure out what's so unique about it. Yeah. Eight five four nine one seven six three two zero. You're never gonna get this. You're gonna hate this one. <laughs> Bro, you know I'm not good at math. What's it? <laughs> what makes the number unique? It has all of the numbers. That's one of the things that make it unique. Yes, it has zero through nine. It's a telephone number. This No. Give me a hint. Um what? Pay attention to the order of the numbers. 854 <laughs> Let me know if you're ready to give up. I give up. What They're the listed in alphabetical order. E F eight five four nine E F G N one O S S T T Z. It has each number zero through nine listed in alphabetical order. No offense, but whoever made that fucking riddle, that's dumb as shit. And they're bored with their lives, for sure. I don't know how you think of that, but it's still pretty cool. Yeah, because, like, okay, I understand, but maybe if you were to say, like, it's a phone number backwards or it has all the numbers, that would be a better answer to the riddle. But if you're going to say it's in alphabetical order, okay, smart on you for thinking that far. But then it's, like, TT. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, but if you look at the T, it's T-H and then T-W. So that's alphabetical order. Yeah, same with the five. So it's like F-I-F-O, five and four. 
but still, what a stretch, bro. Also seven and six. You want one more? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I like this one. A man stands on one side of a river. His dog is on the other side of the river. The man calls his dog over and the dog immediately crosses the river without getting wet or using a bridge or a boat. How did the dog get to the other side of the river? So a man is on one s- Wait, one more time. A man is on one side of the river and his dog is on the other. The man calls his dog over to him and the dog runs to him straight away without getting wet and without using a bridge or a boat. How did the dog do it? Runs to him straight away. They're on opposite sides of the mm-hmm. river. Run to him straight away. Is there any key things in the in the phrasing of the riddle that I should be aware of? Mm. No, nothing key. They're on opposite sides. He runs around the river. Mm -mm. The dog immediately crosses the river without getting wet and without using a bridge or a boat. He jumps. Nope. Let me know when you give up. But he's not wet, so he couldn't have swam there. Right. Using a boat or a bridge. (laughs) Rusty, stop licking yourself. It actually sounds so gross, bro. (laughs) I give up. The river was frozen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I forgot. I forgot to include the river as one of the variables. God damn. (laughs) Darn it. Hey, that's wrong also. Because if it's frozen, his paw pads would be wet. <laughs> Come on. The river should have been empty. <laughs> the river can't be empty. It's a natural river. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny. Good riddles. Good riddles. Okay. Good riddles. Good riddles. I love riddles. They're so, so fun good. to me. Okay, we're literally so far. Okay, we made it to time. one hour but on the dot, according to my. Uh, yeah, but then plus the audible thing. That's oh, like true. Another true, minute, true, true. Like five minutes. Anyways, guys, once again, thank you for listening. I hope you liked the episode. Follow us. And yeah, don't don't get angry that we always go off track. You know you like it. And second of all, let us know if you want food with Fawn and Nitsan. We'll yeah, let us know if that's something and that would interest you. Yeah. Because it interests me. Anyways, thank you. Don't forget to follow us on all our socials. Follow us on all socials. Out of luck that podcast dot podcast we love you very much thanks for tuning in another week yes see you next week bye for spirituality Bye. bye